Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast, the place to learn field-tested, no BS tactics to growth hack your online business, and finally, live life on your own terms. Now, your host, Gael and Mark. Hey guys, welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about HTTPS and why you actually need to move your site over to it by the end of this year. And I'm quite serious, that's going to have some serious implications. Today, I'm with Mark. How's it going, Mark? It's going great. Cool. And you don't know so much about HTTPS, right? So you're mostly going to be like asking me questions, etc. I'm, you... I'm going to be playing devil's advocate here, asking you all the newbie questions. So yeah. I love it. My understanding of HTTPS is it's like HTTP, but a bit more secure, right? Yeah, basically. It's a lot less, it adds a lot less security than people think. Right. So (laughs) what's HTTP in the first place then? I mean, HTTP is just the protocol. It's like a hypertext transfer protocol. That's what it means, actually. And it's just, it's a protocol that the internet uses to Pass information essentially, and, and, and alternatively, you have like FTP, which is connecting directly to the files of a server. HTTP kind of like displays the files on your browser. So, and uh, HTTPS, the S just stands for secure. So that's basically. Actually, before we get started, I just want to let everyone know that Authority Hacker Pro is open for a limited time until the 29th of September. For those that don't know, Authority Hacker Pro is our premium course where we teach you everything you need to know about building, growing, and monetizing your own authority sites. There are over 200 over-the-shoulder training videos, a huge active member community, loads of templates, webinars, and a bunch of other goodies in there. Hundreds of people have already joined in the last week since we've opened, and we're leaving it open for another 10, 11 days as this podcast goes out until the 29th of September, basically. And after that, it's not going to be available at all until next year. So if you want to check it out now, then go to authorityhacker.com forward slash pro. Now, let's get started with the podcast. And let's talk about what HTTPS does today, right? And as I said earlier, it has some security. The S stands for secured. But Really, all it does is it confirms that your site is not a fake site. It's not phishing. You know, you know how sometimes you get these scam emails that say, Hey, update your bank password. Click here to update your password. Otherwise, you're going to lose all your money or something like that. It's like, you know, these really scammy emails that try to steal your bank account. Mm-hmm. And usually when you click, you know, it, it says like hsbc.com or something, but it doesn't do HTTPS. So like it, they can basically simulate that they have this domain, but they don't. So like basically HTTPS prevents that. It prevents you from pretending you're someone you're not. And so also pe- pe- people can actually see like, let's say paypal.com in a browser. Uh, or I, there, there would be there would like, not exactly like someone, so people would do like, I don't know how they would do it, but like, for example, sometimes you can do with an R and an N, you can make it look like an M. Yeah. So, so you know, it could be R, R Nazon or something. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's instead of Amazon. So if someone had that domain, they could, they could kind of like scam a bunch of people. Uh, it also encrypts the data you send. That's the main role of the HTTPS is encrypting the data you send and confirming that you're connected to the right server. So that even though people could intercept the data that you send to a website, say your credit card information, 
they can't necessarily decrypt it. It would be very, very complicated to decrypt it. It would take so much processing power that only very few supercomputers, if any, on the, in the world could actually decrypt that data. Whereas HTTP just sends plain data, which anyone can intercept and steal. Okay. Anyway, I'm not a technical guy, so that is the really broad vision. So if someone technical listens to that and I say something wrong, just correct me on Twitter or in the comments, but that's roughly what we know about HTTP. But essentially, that's what it does. So the technical aspect is that, which is, you know, it's great. It encrypts the data, especially when you send credit card data. That's why it's basically mandatory to have an HTTPS on your site if you process credit card payment on your site. Otherwise, you should be using something like PayPal or ClickBank to process payments outside of your website. And it just confirms that. So nothing that crazy. How is it different from SSL? It's the same. I mean, an SSL certificate is what makes your site display HTTPS, you know. Okay, got it. So it's the same thing, exactly. So that is what HTTPS is. Now, what it does right now is, mm-hmm. well, technically it displays HTTPS with a little like secured lock on the top left of, of the address in your browser, which tends to boost conversion rate and trust in your website, especially if you're processing payments. So for example, you know, like now we have that all over our sites because we also sell eBooks and stuff and that gets people to trust more. I mean, like when I search in Google as well, it boosts the clicks rate a little bit. When people see HTTPS sites, they know they're li- less likely to be spammy. It's not like info about acne.info or something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like some, it's less likely to be a spammy site. So people, It's less people, likely, but it's not, not guaranteed. Is that right? No, nah, exactly. I mean, essentially now, depending on your hosting provider, installing HTTPS, can take up to like six clicks and three minutes. And I'm going to talk about how to do that. Do you need to verify your identity or anything like that? Or can anyone do it? Okay. So if you're going to the technical side, basically you used to have to do that with the classic SSL, with the classic SSL that it used to be until really recently, until like six months ago. You had to like, you know, register, like give your company information and give your official address and all that stuff. Then you'd kind of like put that key, that hashed key into your server and that would generate the SSL through an SSL company like Komodo or something like that. And that would be how you set up your SSL. And that's how we've been doing it for our shopping carts until recently. But now there are these free SSL certificates, which essentially register all that information in in the name of your hosting company or in the name of a third-party company, right? Right. So so it's like it's a Bluehost SSL or it's whatever. Okay. And so, so... you know, on one hand, it kind of removes that uh, a secured aspect to it. Like it's it's much easier to access it, and yeah, it's actually, for example, we use Traffic Planet hosting for some of our sites, and literally it's two clicks. Like you just say enable SSL on that site, and boom, there's an SSL. So there's there's definitely less verification and so on, but it's also much much easier to deploy, which it was a little bit of a pain before. So it's it's kind of nice, but overall the appearance of it for people. Is going to be essentially quite similar unless they actually look into the SSL itself. Like you know, they look into the info that's encrypted into it. Then there's a there's a little bit less data. And you know, even SSL has different types of SSL. You know, sometimes you get a really big block of green on the left. Like if you go on like Amazon or something, you get that. Or if you go on our sites, you get the the lighter version. So it's pretty complicated. But overall. What you need to understand is that the classic SSL is registered in the name of the company. The new SSL is registered in the name of the hosting company, essentially, or whatever third-party 
you're using, there is letsencrypt.org that actually provides free SSL for anyone using any hosting company. If you're not afraid to touch your server settings, that's pretty cool. But that's, that's what it does. So, but for the normal user, think about your mom. Your mom has no idea about all that stuff, right? And it just boosts conversion rate. So that's what it does. And one thing I wanted to say as well is that it's better to, if you have a choice when you start a new website now, I would never start a new website without SSL anymore. Also because there are some SEO implications. And we're going to talk about the migration process that we've had moving our sites to SSL in the last few months. But I want to first talk about what SSL is going to mean next year. So there are a few things that are going to happen especially with Google, that are going to make SSL... When you say SSL, you mean HTTPS. It's It's the same thing. Interchangeably use the same thing, right? It's like having an SSL... SSL is the certificate that shows HTTPS on your site. So it's the same thing. So it's going to be kind of monetary, first of all, because Chrome, which is the biggest browser out there, is getting an update where, you know, now when you go on an HTTPS site, it just says, oh, that site is secure. It's great for your conversion rate. But actually, next year, they're going to change it so that if your site is HTTPS, then it's going to say, this site is not secured. Instead of like rewarding HTTPS sites, it's going to punish the non-HTTPS sites. And I believe, especially if you're going to be pushing any kind of transaction or even reviewing products for that case, I think that's going to mean a huge drop in conversion rates. If you're making any kind of money with your site, unless you're doing advertising maybe, even then... I think that's going to be quite important to reassure your visitors that you are a safe website. And for that, you're going to need that SSL on your site, that HTTPS on your site. So that is the first one. The second one is that they announced that... Question, did they uh, say what it's actually going to look like? Yeah, so I'll post a link on the show notes, but there's a TechCrunch article where they actually showed what it's going to look like, which is, you know, where you see HTTPS on your address bar now is basically going to show like this site isn't safe or something. So it's going to be red as well. Is it quite Um, like, uh, you know, people notice it or is it subtle? It's pretty subtle still. But like, you know, you can see they're pushing in that direction. The same way, like, you don't always notice if you're on HTTPS or HTTP site. Well, look at how HTTPS is written in your address bar when you're on a site like that. Well, that's going to be red. And it's going to, when you hover over, it's going to be this size. Oh, okay. Right. So, you know, not exactly like flashing on your screen, but still it counts. Especially when it's an easy switch now. The second thing is that this is going, like, it's already a ranking signal. Like, Google already said, like, they're slightly favoring sites with HTTPS right now in the rankings. Like, it's not a big, ranking factor. It's not like if you're doing bad with SEO, you add HTTPS and you're going to do great all of a sudden. But especially in competitive markets, that is something that can give you a tiny edge and give you a little bit of traffic. And, you know, for sites like us, like Health Mission, that gets a lot of traffic, you know, even a 1% increase can be quite a bit more traffic. So it's, it's something that counts, but they're actually going to tune that factor up so they're gonna make it more important in the algorithm so if now it counts for like one percent of the ranking factors maybe next year it's gonna be two or three percent which two or three percent more traffic on house submission once again is quite a bit of traffic so that means that on top of getting your traffic to actually trust your site it's also gonna give you a bit more traffic because it's like for all these transitions these technological transitions sure like a lot of people are gonna switch but it's always like 80% of people switch and 20% just don't do it or you know never update their sites or whatever. Especially if you're in a, like in an industry where people are not very good with tech, it's definitely an opportunity to like take advantage of that. 
I imagine that it's mostly going to be businesses that are doing this. I can't, I can't imagine too many, you know, people with their personal blogs uh, yeah. spending the time to update it at least. I, I guess it will probably become the default, you know, starting uh, point. Yeah, I mean, with uh, hosting providers, we'll probably make it default very soon, you know? Yeah. So there will probably be a gap between, like, new sites and old sites if they don't update. And I, I even expect that eventually, like, all hosting providers will just update your site and just do all the redirects, etc. just write scripts to do that. So, you know, there, there will be that transition. I think in, like, a few years, you'll be, like, all the way will be HTTPS, and, you know, there'll be that odd HTTP site, and you'll be like, oh, what is this? Like, yeah, gonna, yeah. like you know, this is where we're going, essentially. But, you know, it takes time. It takes, it's like the rel author when that existed. Mm-hmm. It took, like, two years for people to adopt it. So if you're an early adopter, you can actually have an advantage, at least for some time. Once everyone has it, you know, everyone will be on an even playing ground, so it won't really add much more. Yeah. Other than, like, you will have to have it. I know? haven't seen too many sort of, you know, uh, big warning signs like, oh, you must do this by January, whatever, yet. Um, I know I've seen I mean, it won't happen. About it, but, yeah. Like, Google will never tell you you have to do it. End of the day, if you want to live without Google, you don't have to do it, you know? Which which you're totally allowed to do, but it's something that more and more like you know maybe Facebook will also do that. Facebook will be like, oh yeah, we're gonna give some more visibility to link to HTTPS links, for example, and your social media traffic could go up, or even Twitter could do that, and everyone's just gonna start following that lead. And you know, Google is all often the first company doing these kind of things, and then most companies follow. So it's just like it's gonna be like this, just like it's gonna be everything's gonna be harder if you don't do it. So I'm saying as well that one thing that it's going to do is it's going to make PBN sites and gray hat stuff outlie a lot because, you know, the way it works is people have these networks of like hundreds of sites that they use to link to their site. Now, moving one site to HTTPS is pretty easy, especially if you're a hosting provider, which tends to be like, you know, the more expensive hosting providers, not the $1 a month hosting providers that people that have big PBNs use offer the SSL, but if they don't, like most SEO hosting companies won't, and even if they do, it's going to take a while to switch all these sites. I just can't see most people, most PBNs being switched to HTTPS, which is going to be a great opportunity for Google to flag a bunch of these sites and either make their links more toxic or make their links count less or, you know, do something and essentially see who switches and who doesn't. Essentially, when you switch, it just shows, hey, I care about my website. Uh, the same way it was for the rail auto back then. And so I think I think that's going to be a slight advantage to people doing white hat here. There's no technical reason why they can't switch. It just it's like a lot of hassle to do it. Yeah, it's a lot times. of work. You know, it's like imagine like you know doing one task is easy, doing that same task 100 times or 200 times. You know, it's it's definitely costing resources. So yeah, it's like I'm sure some people will do it. So people that really care about their PBNs, they will do it. But I can also imagine a lot of lazy people slash people that don't have the resources to do it that just won't do it. All right. So now let's talk a little bit about us moving to SSL. Because actually, if you check out Tariaka right now, it's on HTTPS. If you check healthamission.com right now, it's on HTTPS. And actually, we've moved other sites that we work on to HTTPS as well. And it's been around three months. So you know, usually I don't like talking about things two weeks after I've done it because... I see so many case studies out there where people are like explaining how they've increased their traffic by 200 percent 
and then it's been only like 10 days and then you check two months later and there's nothing left so it's been three months so i'd say i'd say we're done with it now i mean if you check google most of our urls are https now when we rank for stuff so what i want to say is that first of all there has been a lot of horror stories about moving to https and how you would lose all your rankings and everything that did not happen to us actually all the sites that we moved to HTTPS went up in ranking by like 10 to 20% after we did that, in traffic, not in ranking. So that actually was definitely a positive experience for us. And I'm going to go through the process that we've been using. One thing that I haven't noticed as well is a transition time. So often when you change the address of your website, whether you change domain or, you know, in that case, you just change the, um, the, the HTTPS or you have www or whatever it is. Oftentimes, you know, your traffic drops and then goes back up. Actually, that didn't happen this time. This time, literally, like the, the traffic stayed steady and just increased. And, you know, there was that transition time where some HTTP URLs would rank in Google and some HTTPS URLs would rank in Google. And that was a little bit weird, but no page ever dropped. It would just replace. Usually, like, when it would switch from HTTP to HTTPS, the URL would go up, like, one or two positions, and that's what explains the, um, the traffic increase, which, which does seem to be like, like, you know, HTTPS seems to be a bigger ranking factor than Google says right now, which would not surprise me. Although, you know, we only tried on a handful of sites, so I would not say like this is the proof that it's going to get you more traffic. I saw someone actually in the Authority Hacker Pro Facebook group said that they moved and then their rankings went down, like significantly, um, yep. or their traffic, out, well, you know, both. I mean, I haven't checked how that was done. Yeah, yeah. what if I was going to really say is, <laughs> what I was going to say is, if that happens, what is the approach someone should take? Should they move back? Should they try to uh, troubleshoot it or find out what's going on somehow? Uh, I'd probably first move back, then I'd try again. Like I'd move back, I'd let things resettle back to the normal state, mm -hmm. and then I'd try again two weeks later or something. Uh, but I believe in that case, it was probably not done technically like properly. I, I just I don't know what the site was. He didn't share the URL, so I couldn't really go and check. But I've done it. I've, we've done it on several sites, and it's it's hasn't had any problem ever. Like it's it's several times. So for us, it's done really well. The only thing that was annoying though is that you're gonna lose your social shares, and that's really annoying. So Facebook. Twitter doesn't really display shares anymore, so it's not a problem. But like Facebook, Pinterest, and a few others literally just are kind of dumb and they don't understand that if a URL, if HTTPS www.authorityhacker.com slash post is the same URL as HTTP www.authorityhacker.com slash post. It doesn't get it. It doesn't concatenate the shares. And so you're going to lose, if you're using plugins like SumoMe, if you're using Thrive Themes or whatever, actually the display of your shares is not going to be done correctly and you're going to lose a lot of them, which has been painful. Now, you know, at the beginning I was looking around, and especially on Atari Hacker, I kind of wanted to save the shares on House Ambition. We get so many from Pinterest anyway, it wasn't really a big deal. But on Atari Hacker, I really wanted to keep them and I tested a plugin called Social Warfare, which I ended up removing actually. It's like, it does the job. It actually gets the shares back and concatenates in the share count essentially. And that's the plugin doing it. But it's pretty horrible on mobile, despite what they advertise on their website. So uh, <laughs> it's like I've actually switched back to Stripe. So it's it could be good. 
if they improve the way the plugin displays on mobile a little bit, otherwise I much prefer something like SumoMe or Thrive. I think that's better. Even if you lose your shares, yeah, it's a bit annoying. But that is, you know, I'd rather have higher organic traffic and higher conversions versus like a number of shares showing up. And also, I have a high hope that Thrive Teams or someone else actually figures that out in the next update because they can still go back to our HTTP version and Should, go and catch these share numbers, you know? You think it's, yeah, so it's possible to retrospectively recapture yeah. it, you think? Yeah. Exactly. So, like, it, that's why I didn't, you know, it's annoying, but like, I have high hopes that technical solutions will come out that will let us actually recover all these chairs and, and get back to a high share numbers on a bunch of posts. And if you go around the Thoroughly Hacker now, it's kind of funny because we have posts with like 100 comments and like 10 shares, you know, when they used to have like hundreds of them. And that's because of the HTTPS move. So that definitely that is a loss here. But once again, tra organic traffic increased by like 10 to 20% on both sides. And I'm pretty sure conversions are going up a little bit as well. So I'd rather have that than a share number on the counter, you know? It's just, just what I prefer personally. We're going to basically go over how we did that. I'm just going to go really in a really simple way. We have a full detailed webinar exactly on how we did it. Plus, we talk about other things like push notifications and so on and how they work together inside Authority Hacker Pro. So if you join Authority Hacker Pro, actually, there's going to be more information about that transition. It's only on the platinum level. That is on the webinar that we talked about this. So yeah, if you want more about that, check it out. So how we move to HTTPS? Very simple. First, we used a free SSL certificate provided by our hosting provider. For us, we use dedicated servers on DigitalOcean mixed with a service called serverpilot.io. But you probably shouldn't do that if you're a beginner. What we recommend is that you use Traffic Planet Hosting. I've seen Bluehost has that as well, but Bluehost is pretty slow and not very... I mean, if you if you really can't afford anything better, goes for it. But I personally think Traffic Planet Hosting is a better deal. So both of these actually have the option and you just need to select your domain and they're going to show you and you click install free SSL certificate and you're done. It's two clicks inside the, the control panel. Then we use a WordPress plugin called Really Simple SSL. And essentially that plugin does everything you need to like Sphere 1 redirect and, and just, just anything you need and activate your SSL and so on. And then once you've installed it, you just need to click activate SSL and it's on. Basically, like it's going to log you off your site, but your site is going to be HTTPS. If you use Cloudflare, you need to change the security settings to flexible or strict. I personally use strict, but you can use both. And then once you have done that, you need to go inside the Webmaster Console, add the HTTPS version of your site. So I went and did HTTPS uh, com. And then I set it as the preferred version in search. So I said, Google, hey, please show HTTPS if you have the choice between HTTP and HTTPS. I updated our Google Analytics URL because otherwise it's not going to track the traffic. And that's it. I was done. It takes around five minutes, actually, to do all of that. So it's pretty easy. So, yeah. If Anybody someone's not particularly tech savvy, is there, like, who would you hire to do that for you? Honestly, I would first ask my hosting support because... Uh, as they offer this service, they're going to have more and more tutorials for that. So if start to try to DIY it and just follow screenshot guys, etc., we have it in Notary Hacker Pro. It, maybe some hosting providers can help you with that. I'm not sure about Bluehost because they're not very good technically, but you know, TP hosting might be able to help. Is there any risks 
that people like is there anything you can really mess up when you're trying to do this yeah if you fuck it up your site is gonna crash okay <laughs> so, so, so back, back things up before you do this then yeah that's probably good uh, that should probably happen anytime you do uh, something on your site especially if you're unsure what you're doing but yeah if you do it wrong especially with like cloudflare also if you when you switch and if you're running Cloudflare, don't panic if your site doesn't work after you've activated the EasySSL plugin. It's because you need to go and switch the security settings inside Cloudflare from SSL none to SSL flexible or SSL strict. Once you switch that, your site comes back online. So don't panic if you didn't do that step and your site is offline. Go and check that out. But yeah, try to back up everything before you do that kind of stuff. Otherwise, maybe WPCurve can help with that. You should ask them as well. So. That's basically how you do it. That's basically how we did it. And on several sites, we've done that. On French sites, we've done that. And I've never seen a traffic drop ever. So that is a little guide that you can follow. So essentially, if we recap all of that, right now, having SSL is nice, but not necessary if you don't do credit card payments on your site. But as time passes, it's going to become more and more necessary. It also helps with push notification, as I said earlier. It's going to make you rank lower if you don't have it. It's going to decrease your conversion rate if you don't have it. So essentially, even if it's a little bit scary to do it, and you know maybe you have a site that ranks and you're worried about you know what's going to happen when you do it, you should probably not change what's not broken, etc. You know, as time passes, I believe more and there will be more and more incentives for you to to switch over or rather punishment if you don't so yeah i mean given how easy it's i mean not easy but like how quickly uh, you can do it takes five minutes if you say then there's not really a reason not to do it yeah and it's just like you're gonna have to do it anyway so you might as well be an early adopter and get some benefit in terms of traffic and conversion rate while it's still something that you know makes you stand out rather than the norm. You know? do, do you think people should do it now or wait until just before the update? Well, I mean, once again, it really depends where you are on your business, right? If you're like just starting out and you, know, you have no content on your site and you're making no money, then probably you should worry about that first. Mm-hmm. If... You're already making good money. You have a site that's running. You make several, at least a thousand bucks a month. Then just it's worth your time because it's so quick. And even if you get like a five or ten percent boost in what you're making, you know it's like one thousand two hundred dollars a year at one thousand dollars a month uh, in ten minutes. Yeah, I I kind of meant it more from the point of view of do it now versus do it just before the update when perhaps like the social sharing issues are fixed and, you know, this is a bit easier. Maybe some other hosting companies have easier options to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, if the social shares really matter to you, okay. Otherwise, there's no real other issue, you know? Okay, cool. Like, the social shares, yeah, there's no... I mean, you know, there's this social warfare plugin, but it's a paid plugin. It's not very good, to be honest. I paid for it, and I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> so they're going to hate me. <laughs> but so it really depends. You know, if it's a brand new site or if it's a site that doesn't realize too much on social shares for social proof, sure, go for it. If it is important, then maybe you can wait a little bit. I really hope, like, I know Thrive Themes is working on new themes. I really hope they build that function in, like, for people that switch to HTTPS, because it looks like social networks are just, they just don't care. Like, Facebook, come on, they have the resources. <laughs> it should be there for a while, and it's still not done. It's not, it's not new to move to SSL, right? So I just feel it's one thing that's going to come way too late. 
Same with and if Facebook doesn't do it, the other social networks won't care too much. Ahrefs need to update their system as well too. Oh yeah, so Ahrefs also shows you different backlink profiles, etc. It doesn't concatenate. Basically, if you own a web service that gives any kind of data, please concatenate HTTPS and HTTP together. That would make a lot more sense in terms of data, whether it's social shares or it's backlinks or whatever it is. But yeah, uh, other than that, really, the, the, that is the only drawback to it. And I think we've given it quite a bit of time, so it, it's up to you. But if it's not a big deal, I would definitely switch now, just because it's too easy, too easy to do, you know? Cool. Any last question? No, I think we've gone through everything. All right. Well, guys, that was this week's podcast. Uh, remember, if you want to check out all the training that we've built, over 200 training videos, monthly webinars, and member community with over 500 site builders now, you can go check atarihacker.com slash pro. And thank you for listening as usual. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Authority Hacker Podcast. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and send us a screenshot on authorityhacker.com slash bonus to claim your free premium Authority Hacker training.